Hello, and welcome to this session. This is the ADP website update session with the ACB ADP webmaster, Fred Brack. I am Katie Frederick, and I'm facilitating this session. Before I hand it over to Fred, I would like to give the opening CEU code for those who are seeking that credit. So the opening CEU code for this session is 73578. Again, that's 73578 for the ADP website updates. And with that, um, I will turn the program over to Mr. Fred Brack. Welcome, Fred. Okay, thank you, Katie. And thank you, Linda Yax, who will also be facilitating uh, today, helping out with the raised hands, etc. At the end, uh, it would be my intent to give a presentation and at the end to open up the uh, floor to questions, probably for a good half hour. So if you could save your questions till then, it will be helpful. I give this presentation every year. So to those of you who are are coming back for an update. Thank you for uh, joining me. For those of you who are here for the first time, the purpose of today's presentation is to tell you all about the ADP website, what you should expect to find there, uh, how to use certain facilities on it, and a few little tidbits along the way about interesting things that uh, I've learned about, in particular, the streaming services uh, and other information like that. It is the uh, custom that we have here in the audio description project to describe ourselves since uh, many of our uh, viewer listeners are uh, unable to see the screen. And so I will describe myself as a cis white male, about six feet tall, with average build. I have blue eyes, salt and pepper eyebrows, gray hair on the sides of my head, tapering to white at the sideburn level. And I have developed a disability recently, and that is the inability to grow hair on the top of my head anymore. So thanks, Grandpa, and good luck, Hayden, who's my grandson, because this stuff skips a generation. At any rate, uh, I would like to talk to you about the uh, audio description project website, and I'm going to do that via a set of uh, PowerPoint foils, and I'm going to share that on the screen now for those of you who can see that, and I'm going to assure those of you who cannot that uh, I have 20 years of uh, audio description experience, and I will be sure to tell you about what we see on the screen. Um, I am also an audio describer with Arts Access of Raleigh in North Carolina, and I teach audio description, and I mentor a class at Duke for audio description, and I've done uh, statues and art projects recently, uh, taken an interest in describing art for the North Carolina Museum of Art and others. So let's talk about the audio description project website. Uh, the address recently changed, and it uh, is now, and I'll come back to this later also, it is now ADP, which stands for Audio Description Project, dot 
ACB, which you all know stands for American Council of the Blind, .org, adp.acb.org. If you have remembered the old address, which I shall not speak of anymore, it will redirect you. And now, a little bit of history, be very brief. Uh, I started uh, this website as the Audio Description International website in 2003. Barry Levine was the president of Audio Description International, trying to get this organization, which was worldwide, back into an active role. It's very difficult with people around the world and the limited facilities. I guess they used Skype at that time to, to talk occasionally. And unfortunately, 2009, Barry died, and I maintained the website on my own for a year. And at that time, Joel Snyder, and he was not Dr. Joel Snyder then, he was just regular old Joel Snyder, convinced the American Council of the Blind to pick up the website as part of a brand new project, which he called the Audio Description Project. So he was the director, and I was the website uh, webmaster. And we've been running that ever since. Um, and in May 2010, the ACB officially took it on. And in 2014, Joel formed uh, six subcommittees to help expand the role of what we do. And the rest is history, as they say. I think it's important that you understand that our website is for both users and providers of audio description. And it doesn't matter whether you're uh, a sighted provider or a sighted spouse of somebody who wants to use this, or you have visual impairment and want to understand what's going on in the world of audio description. It's for everybody. We try to answer the questions of what, how, who, where, and when, everything about audio description in as many medias as we could cover. So here's the sort of things we cover. We cover current cinema, and we're finally getting back to actually having a listing current, current cinema post-pandemic. This will be first-run films with audio description. And I'll just say that years and years ago, there were few and far between, and now it's hard to find a first-run film without audio description. So this is wonderful progress. We tell you what's new and what's currently running on, on the website. After the cinema run, um, these and other uh, videos which never made it to the cinema get converted to DVDs and Blu-ray discs. We tell you all about those. On television, uh, long story there, but right now we are listing over 200 television series that have audio description on about a dozen different networks. And we'll come to some details there. The big thing that's happened in the last five or six years has been streaming video, and I will concentrate a lot on what's going on in that world. Uh, services like Netflix and iTunes. We also have sections on performing arts, museums, parks, and tours which audio does offer audio description. This is great to find out what's going on in your area, but if you're traveling, it's also great to check in there and list things by state so that you can go and say, I'm traveling to Minnesota. I wonder if they have any national parks there or whether they have any theaters that might have audio description going when I get there. And finally, we cover providers of audio description for both consumers and business. So this would mean, when I say consumers, this would mean like an organization like I'm involved in in Raleigh Arts Access, to say somebody that supports the local community with audio description. And by business, I mean providers of professional audio description services, narration, 
uh, audio editing and things like that so that businesses can link up with them as they get into this new area for them of audio description. If you have a visual impairment, we want, you know, my philosophy on building a website, whether it's this one or any other one that I'm involved in, is you design it for sighted people, but you make darn sure that if somebody cannot see the images, that they have access to all the information. So if you're blind and use a screen reader, you're going to find alt text on all of the images. You're going to find headings to help you through the navigation. So for instance, on the DVDs page, you can keep hitting that H or whatever the uh, particular combination is for your screen reader to jump from heading to heading, to jump to DVD to DVD, et cetera. You'll find hidden skip navigation links on each page so you can get right to the content and search other links. For people who have low vision, I, I, I think most of you are pretty self-contained in terms of using the Zoom facility in your browsers, but I do offer some options for large font, black text on white or against a light colored background, high contrast, uh, and things like that. Perhaps the most important thing to cover is what's on our main menu. Uh, I, as a philosophy, don't like drop-down menus. They don't work well for me as a sighted person, and I don't think they work particularly well for people uh, who use screen readers. And they're probably a little bit of a nightmare for people who have blown the screen up very large and have to try to get down to the bottom of those menus. So what I've done is I've concentrated all the important sections of the website in the main menu, which is the same on all 200 plus pages of the website. And I just like to review what you're going to find there. You're going to find four lines. I wish it were fewer, but there's so many important things we had to expand to four lines. The first one is the general line. A key, uh, the first menu option, the first navigation option, I should say, is to bring you back to the home page. The second one is about our project and how to contact us. This includes things like all the committees, uh, annual reports, who the uh, leaders are in the organization, and uh, what you have to know to get connected to things like our uh, online email list. The third one is titled simply audio description. It's everything we can cover about audio description. What is it in general? Lots of samples, guidelines that we've gathered around uh, from around the world. Uh, we've got some imagery if you're looking for the AD symbol and things like that. It's your general landing page for the subject of audio description. The next is training and education. This covers any training courses that we have going uh, to teach somebody to be an audio describer or to improve your voice work, as well as at the bottom of the page, a smaller section on the academic side of audio description, articles uh, in the academic world. I'll, I'll just have a little side here and say this summer, something happened that has never happened before. Instead of having one or no courses on how to become an audio describer running at any given time, we had five different companies or individuals running courses on how to become an audio describer or to teach, let's say, um, museum administrators or um, people that are running uh, national parks or something all the principles of audio description so they can get it going at their own location. We had five of them. Now, two of those have completed, and we still have three more opportunities. Next one over is everything about our ADB conferences. So, of course, you've got the, the current agenda for this conference. Shortly, we will have embedded in that the audio 
uh, that we have recorded for each one of these presentations so that you can go back to this one and previous years and find all of this information. Newly added in the past year has been a new navigation link for podcasts. There's about a half a dozen podcasts that are exclusive to audio description, and they're listed at the top. And then we have a series of things like um, uh, Read My Mind occasionally has uh, folk, uh, podcasts which focus on audio description. So they'll be listed individually down there, and they go back several years. The next is AD Services. This is both consumer and professional audio description services. Within the last year, I've added a sort facility in there so you can find out who does writing of audio description, who does vocalizing of it, who does audio engineering, who does training, etc. So you can sort there, or you can look for any individual word, like uh, I just finished teaching a class and somebody said, is there anything going on in Philadelphia? So you can type in Philadelphia there and search for that, see what's going on in your area. Then there's one section on international. It's difficult for me to cover the world. I only know what's going on in the United States, but when people send me about what's going on in Australia or the United Kingdom or Germany or whatever, I try to include it on the international page. The next line of navigation is titled About AD4, and there you will find links for movies, DVDs, TV, streaming services, performing arts, and museums, parks, and tours. This is where you go find general information about each one of these subjects. So if you want to know how the heck do I get audio description on my television, hit the TV link there. If you want to know what all the streaming services are that Fred knows about, whether they have description or not, go to the streaming services page. I have probably 50 different streaming services listed and some information about each one. And if you find one that you're really interested in and they don't have audio description, then please bug them and ask them to begin. The last two lines, expanded from one line, but it's, this is a good thing, are titles with audio description. I spend the majority of my time tracking down every single title I can find on DVDs, television, uh, and in particular, the streaming services for audio description so that I can compile them all. And I compile them by service because you may, for instance, just subscribe to Hulu and you don't care about what's on Netflix or Paramount Plus or something like that. And then I take everything I know and I lump it together in one gigantic page, the biggest one I have, entitled the Master AD List. And we'll come back to some more details of that in the future. So you'll find 10 different uh, streaming services listed and some extra stuff um, like a listing of all the DVDs we've ever had, as well as the ones for just this year, and two TV listings, one by day and one by network. And then on the right-hand side of the page, there are the low vision options. This page, again, appears on every page of the ADP website. Popular pages, well, we've got three on television where you can find uh, the TV series by network or by day and information about how to access your uh, TV stations. On the DVDs, we have four main pages. We have one for what's going on this year, and it's always in um, sequence. So the one at the top is the most recently described DVD, and the one at the bottom is the first one that was described in January of the current year. But I also have a page called the Alpha Listing, which is every DVD that ever came out. And of course, that also means 4K and Blu-ray when they're accessible. And for your parents, I have a separate one for children's shows. Every DVD ever released was rated G 
or PG. On our page itself, we have plot summaries and links to Amazon for purchase. We do hope you use those links because the ACB receives a small commission and they use that to help fund the expenses of the audio description project. And then I'm not gonna dwell on this now, but we have uh, 12 pages which, which dis uh, cover the various streaming services plus spectrum access and what I call other media. The three television pages, the first is described by network. We have four broadcast networks that the FCC requires to have description. By broadcast, we mean over the air, locally, with an antenna. Regardless of whether you receive it on antenna or not, they, they broadcast via antenna. ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC are listed because they are required to provide description. We are fortunate that the CW and Telemundo, the Spanish language station, which are broadcast stations, also provide a limited amount of audio description, and we cover that on our pages. The non-broadcast networks would change every three years on July 1st based on who is the most popular, what are the top five, are now brand new this year, Hallmark, brand new this year, TLC, which used to stand for the Learning Channel but doesn't anymore, and continuing from previous years, HGTV, History, and TBS. Fortunately, we have some that voluntarily provide uh, description. I've listed Discovery first here because they were required to provide description up through June 30th. We are working with them to hope that they will continue. So far, they have. And USA, which was also removed from the required list, has uh, talked to the ACB and said, yes, we will continue. So you've got Discovery, Oxygen, just a few shows on Oxygen, TNT, which is a sister station for TBS and the USA Network. We cover all of these. So you have a daily listing of the shows and other information about how to access them. You've got shows like on ABC, Blackish and Modern Family, CBS, the Blue Bloods and Young Sheldon series. There used to be three NCIS series, but NCIS Los Angeles, uh, or rather NCIS New Orleans came to an end uh, this year. They're starting up with NCS Hawaii in the fall, and I'm going to bet, but do not know, that it will have description. Fox, the old standards of Bob's Burgers and Family Guy and The Simpsons, and many new series each year. Chicago Fire, Med, and TV are on NBC, along with Law & Order SVU and the new Law & Order Organized Crime. Discovery has things like Discovery Catch and Diesel Brothers. Hallmark only has one series right now, The Golden Girls, this has never been on uh, anywhere with description before, so they must have added the description to this. But they have a, a lot of Christmas movies in July that they're releasing right now. Uh, HGTV would have things like Beachfront, Bargain Hunt, and Fixer to Fabulous, History, Alone, American Pickers, Pawn Stars, TBS and TNT have some originals. Um, which would be uh, Snowpiercer and The Last OG, and a lot of reruns from other networks. And USA has Chrisley Knows Best, uh, Chrisley Knows Best, Ms. and Mr., and a lot of reruns also. So you've got, if you want to look up listings and know what's on, you have two options. You can do it by network, uh, or you can find uh, uh, the uh, listings which are by days. If you go to the independent listing services, the AFB offers some, but it's very specific to your timer, your provider and time zone, and you have to make 
four menu selections before you get a list. The one that we have offered by my, created by my colleague every few days is Timothy Wynn, has the advantage of it's a, just, just one week, the whole week is there, you can scan it, but you have to go through all of the shows of low interest to find the ones that you are particularly interested in. So you, you pick and choose. When we move to DVDs and Blu-ray discs, it's, we have the only complete listing of every USA commercial movie listed on DVD or Blu-ray since 1997. It's updated weekly with every um, two to three on average each week. We have almost 1,400 described videos available, about 125 a year. We dropped from a high of about 172 years ago. Last year, the COVID bug got the movie theaters, which got the number of DVDs. We dropped to something like 120. Um, I'm expecting on somewhere between 125, 150 a year from now on. We do hope that you will order again, as I said, from our listing, which gives you a cover photo, a plot summary, and a link to Amazon. And we'll point to other sources for DVDs and information on how to access the description tracks. Recent ADs, these are the most, that, uh, most recent ones that just came out with description. A Call to Spy, Ahead of the Curve, All My Life, Boogie, Breaking News in Yuba County, Chaos Walking, and more. This is a chart which shows the growth of DVDs with audio description. And here's how to read this chart. From 1997 through 2005, we had zero to five DVDs with audio description released each year. In 2006, seven and eight and nine, we jumped a little bit from five, seven, seven and 13. And then in 2010, something happened. Sony, Universal and Disney um, made a commitment to provide description on a lot of their DVDs. And suddenly we jumped up to first 54, uh, 54, and the next year when we got Fox and Paramount beginning description to 81 and we rolled around around 90 there for a number of years. <clears throat> and in 2015, thanks to some pushes by the Audio Description Project, and I can say that I was personally involved talking to their attorney, so I know about this. Warner Brothers finally, finally agreed to put um, description on their DVDs, and we jumped to 123, and then the next year it got up to the 150s, and we were doing great until COVID hit us. So that was what brought our number down to 114 last year. Streaming video. I think this is the thing that most of you might be interested in. I'm going to give it a little more time. We now have 10 major providers of streaming video with audio description. There are a heck of a lot more 10 people. For instance, uh, Discovery Plus is a new, new people, a new uh, description service, but they do not have audio description. But in the last year, we've added the three. So right now, we have Apple TV Plus. They started in November 9, 2019. They are unique in that they, their goal is to provide all original content. But when they do, they describe it in nine languages. A wonderful commitment by Apple. Now, because it's all original, they have a lot fewer uh, described shows than other people. But they're doing a good job with what they have. Disney Plus started the same month. They came out like blockbusters. They got an award from the Audio Description Project for the wonderful job they did rolling it out 
with over 200 shows on day one with audio description. They're now up to over 700 described films and TV series. They are doing a great job. And the lady I deal with, her name is Mirka, and she participates in the audio description discussion Facebook group. And she'll go on there and she'll say, what else would you like described? And if you go back uh, in the Disney series, you're going to find they've got stuff back to the 1930s that they've gone back and added description for. So kudos to Disney. I just recently started listing Google Play, which is a service similar to iTunes in the sense that the, you, you buy or rent from them. And they are offering over 100 or so titles right now. HBO Max started offering audio description in March 2021. And they, too, are off to a wonderful start. We did some negotiating with them, part of the uh, uh, ACB's uh, staff and um, another group from Boston uh, negotiated with them and got a pretty darn good commitment, and they've been doing very well. They are releasing more and more stuff. They are keeping me busy, I will tell you that. Over 250 right now. Hulu was also a company that the ACB negotiated with. They started in February of 2019. They have about half as many titles, though. They are at 140 titles, and we're continuing to, uh, let's just say, prod them, uh, continuing to work with them on, on, on upholding commitments, etc. iTunes came on board in 2016, and they have 1,600 new and old described titles. They are movies. They are not series. Netflix started offering AD in May 2015, uh, and they have also surpassed 1,600 described titles, and they do a lot of their own original work. The good thing and interesting thing to you parents is that 30% of those described titles, 30% of those 1,600 are rated G and PG for children. Paramount Plus started this year as a follow-on service to CBS All Access. CBS All Access, which was a fee service, morphed into Paramount Plus, and all of a sudden they begin to take off. And recently, they've been going like gangbusters, and they now offer 100-plus titles. Peacock uh, had some startup problems uh, due to COVID, but they have all of a sudden started picking up also, and they now have... 35 or more titles. And Prime Video has been around for years. They've been offering descriptions since June 2017, and they have expanded to nearly 3,000 described movies. And I'm going to just talk a little bit, a moment, about why they have 3,000 versus the 1,600 um, that uh, iTunes and Netflix have. You should also be aware, since there's a fee for the description of all of those services that I just talked about, that an app called Watch ABC is free uh, for Android and iTunes users. And so is the CBS app, which replaced the old fee CBS app. So the CBS app morphed into Paramount Plus, and then they came out with a new CBS app. And you can watch the series for a limited period of time with audio description if you have those apps. And then we have Spectrum Access. It is not a streaming service. The Good folks at Spectrum, which is Charter Communications, um, negotiated with ActiveView, uh, which was a small one-person company, basically, and took over their uh, app 
They've modified it. They worked with the studios, which is a tough thing to do. And they now offer 500 audio description tracks for videos. Not the movies, just the description tracks. And they're free. You don't have to be a Spectrum customer. You don't need an ID. You get on the app called Spectrum Access. And you say, I want this one. You download it. You start playing the video on your TV. It syncs when it hears the sound. It says, ah, here we are. I'm going to start playing the description track for you. This is great for couples where one person is sighted and the other person is not and needs the description. Because for whatever reason, and it isn't true for me, uh, the sighted person and a couple often doesn't want to listen to audio description. So this means you can listen in your own earphones. In the future, you will find more and more tracks available that are playing in movie theaters. So for those of you who use the movie theaters, you know the equipment sometimes defective. You download your track before you go into the theater, use your own equipment, you will be happy. Then we have our streaming page, which covers everything I know about streaming on these services and others. This is a chart, I'm just gonna go over this briefly, which shows where we stand. What, it, what its value is, it shows relatively speaking where the streaming services are. Down at the bottom with the smallest number, Apple TV, which has a good reason for being down there, and Hulu, which needs to get its number coming up rapidly. And then we've got Disney, how you can see nice growth from January to December of um, uh, last year, coming up over 500 titles. And then the two lines which run into each other, it's like a race, but it's not a race between iTunes and Netflix. iTunes, remember, just has movies. Uh, they don't have series, whereas Netflix has movies and series and a lot of their own original stuff, but they're running neck and neck in terms of the number, which is now around 1,600 titles. Amazon is at the top, and of course, Amazon is offering this through their Prime Video app. If you are a member of Amazon Prime, you get Prime Video for free, and a, if you don't, you can get a subscription to just Prime Video for a lower amount of money than for being a Prime member. And if you're there, you have free access to 400 or so of their uh, 3,000 or heading toward 3,000 uh, titles. And uh, other than that, you would have to pay a rental fee like you would with iTunes, for example. So this is what happened last year. And for those of you who can see the chart, you'll say, well, what happened in December? There's this bump upwards. And very briefly, what happened is Amazon undertook a project to go back and describe a lot of old TV series and old movies that never had description before and would probably never get it if they didn't do it. Uh, and they added this to their collection. And they have the number has gone up very, very significantly as a result of this. Now, it's not without controversy, not purpose of this discussion here. Uh, it was all done with synthesized voice or TTS, text to speech, because there's a very large cost saving uh, in doing this. And there will be a presentation this week by a vice president, I believe it is, from Amazon, who is going to talk about this process, what they did, what they're doing, and where they would like to go with this. But that's all I have to say about uh, the TTS matter on Amazon. 
I have implemented some specialized features for the streaming pages. So this is an example of a page which is the alphabetized list of titles for HBO Max. So there's one for every streaming services. For those that have more than 100 titles, I give you an alphabetical index at the top so you can jump to the titles that begin with P or the word V or whatever. But below that, on each page, you're going to have three additional options. Brand new, the past month or so, is one that lets you break down all the titles by genre. Now, for the larger services like iTunes and Netflix, I've been doing this for years, and I divide them up according to the way I think they should be divided into 10 categories. This one breaks it down uh, for the smaller services into every genre they choose to list. So you can go in there, you'll have to get an index to the genre. So if horror is your thing, click away on horror. Uh, the next category you can get to is titles by rating. So you can choose the children's ratings or the adult ratings or whatever you want. And finally, by year released. You get some surprises here. I clicked on this in the, the creation of uh, this page this morning and found out that uh, HBO Max actually has a title from the 1930s. And I knew that Disney did because they have some of the original black and white cartoons that have been done over there. So you can find it, break everything down by genre, by rating, or by title release. Then, as I said before, we have the master AD list. That's a listing of over 6,000 titles. The exact number as of this date is 6,223 titles. And here on this page are all listed all of the categories from cinemas and DVDs down through all the streaming services and Spectrum Access. Now, Spectrum Access is almost without exception going to repeat titles that you're going to find elsewhere. There are a few things that are unique, but they're but uh, that's very unusual. And because you may not want to scroll through 6,000 titles, both on the main page of the website, our home page, and on the Master AD List page, you will find a box which says, check if a video is described here. So you type in the name, press enter, or hit the submit button, and it will give you a listing of the hits. And I'm going to show you that in just a minute. So that's all I'm going to say there. Uh, an example of what you find, though, well, I'm sorry, I forgot, I added it to the bottom of this page. An example, if you typed in Bob or Bob's or the word burgers, you would have come up with a line that says Bob's Burgers series and an arrow, and it points to Fox, TBS, Hulu, and Prime Video. And Hulu and Prime Video are in blue and underlined, meaning that they're links, and if you click them, they will take you to the listing the breakdown in their own listing, which begins with the first letter of the series name. So you go to the B's in Hulu or the B's in Prime Video. I don't index every title individually by name, but at least I can get you pointed in the right place so that you can go on and link further. I also have another search facility, and that is at the top of every page, you will find something above the navigation area which says search the ADP website. While you can type in the name of a video here, its intent is for you to find a subject-related object uh, audio description uh, that you might like. For instance, for describers, there's been a lot of, uh, this is on my mind because I just finished teaching class on audio description, there's a lot of discussion about audio description, audio describers on the subject of describing race. So somebody might type in race here to see what do we have on race, or they might type in um, 
I don't know, spectrum to find out what we know about how to access TV on spectrum access or samples or any other word that you want there. And it will give you a list of the pages that we cover that match that subject. Or again, that from the main page or from the uh, master AD page, you're going to find the place to check for a video being described. Here I've typed in the word dogs and I, down below it shows 12 titles that match for dogs, starting with all dogs go to heaven and ending with war dogs. And beside them, you'll see all of the names of the services and they are clickable links that will take you uh, near to where they are. Or if it's a DVD, it will take you directly to the listing for that DVD. And either on that search page that you'll go to here or after you see the listing, you will find the ability to also search DCMP the Described and Captioned Media Program, which is a government-funded program which provides audio described uh, and captioned, but that's not our concern here, uh, videos on hundreds, hundreds of subjects available to parents of children who ha uh, have a visual disability. You have for most of the videos, you have to have a child that qualifies for this free program, but some of them are free. And our partners at DCMP have given us access to their collection and they've given us access to whether or not it is free. So if you wanted to see whether they have anything on dogs, which is free, you can type in dogs here and then it will take you to the DCMP page. Other site features. You can learn all about audio description. I told you there's a, there's a link entitled audio description, the what and how, samples, articles, and blogs. You've got the link on podcasts, training opportunities, description opportunities across the country in the performing arts venues, the museums, and the parks, which is great, again, if you're going to go uh, on vacation, and the pointers to providers of AD services and international audio description information. We do use three other mechanisms to talk to folks about audio description. We are on Facebook. Most people are, big surprise, right? So we would urge you to like the audio description project as 3,000 other people have. We use this page primarily to announce new described movies and DVDs and streaming service editions. So every Tuesday and Friday, uh, we're going to start posting information about what's what's there. I said start because, fortunately, Serena Gilbert, who is a co-moderator of the audio description discussion forum on Facebook, which is not part of the ADP or ACP, volunteered to assist me because she knows more about Facebook than I do and how to reach a greater, greater audience. And she is posting these in a way that is reaching more people than ever before. It spreads them out a little bit because Facebook gives you more attention if you don't post things right one right after the other. So I very much appreciate Serena's work. We're also on Twitter. Um, and look up ADP Webmaster or Audio Description Project there, or rather search for AD Project. We have 1,200 plus followers on Twitter. That is the place you'll get in the fastest announcement of everything that's new. And we generally copy the hashtag audio description, all one word, because anybody who's going to post anything about audio description generally does or should use that, and that would be the place you want to check 
daily if you're interested for anything going on in audio description. Again, primarily for newly described titles, but anything else we want to let you know about. We also have a listserv, uh, what I call the email discussion list. And this is where you can share information or you can ask a question. And it can go quiet for five days and then all of a sudden somebody will say something and it will really trigger an avalanche of, uh, of requests or further information, pointers of clarification, etc. If you're interested in following us there or posting a question like, how do I get this? Uh, because I'm on the, the Cox uh, streaming service and I couldn't find any information on how to get description or whatever, go to our About and Contact page and you'll find the links there to sign up. How can you help? Well, if you represent an organization, I would urge you to send me, the webmaster, an article to talk about your organization on the website. It not only helps promote you, but it tells other people what, what's going on in the world of audio description. What are they doing out there in Pittsburgh? Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe we can implement that in Raleigh. So please send me articles about your organization. And if you find our website or Facebook page or Twitter feed useful, please spread the word. I'm, I'm always amazed when I go out locally in response to requests by the Lions Club and other organizations to talk to people with visual impairment, particularly people who are more newly visually impaired. They know nothing or very little about audio description. So please, if you have a friend who is losing their vision or is blind or has a child who's blind, please tell them about all of the resources we've talked about today. You can also help support our site by purchasing any DVDs or Blu-ray discs by going through our listing on our website. But what's equally important is anytime you go through our website to access Amazon, Whatever you purchase in that session will generate a commission for the ADP. Now, I really would like to thank the person who purchased the compact washer dryer uh, in the past year, uh, and somebody else purchased something even bigger. I don't remember what it was, but it generated a $45 commission for the ACB to help support our project. And we really appreciate that. So anytime you're going to do something, come to our site, look for that Amazon link down on the lower right-hand corner and save it so that you can reuse it every time. It really does help. You know how it is. Every little bit counts. We only make $0.07 cents or $0.17 cents on your DVD purchase, but they add up. And, of course, we have a donate button. Did I fail to mention that? At the top of the main page. So that's what I have to say about the audio description project website and the other three uh, sources of information that we use to tell you about what's going on in the world of audio description. I should also mention that this year I've started on Fridays using our email distribution list to send out the names of every single newly described video that has come out during the week, whether it's a television series, a DVD, a streaming video uh, service, by name. So every Friday you get a list and it could be 20 and it could be 120, uh, depending on what went on. Oh, and that reminds me of one other thing. For Disney and for Paramount, we also list foreign audio description. It would kind of blow, it blows my mind um, that Netflix has 1,600 titles with English audio description and they have nearly a 
thousand titles, some of them are the same as the English ones, but most of them are, in about 50 different languages, audio description in languages some of us have never heard of before, but then there's a lot of, lot of Spanish, and that's both um, uh, domestic Spanish and Spain Spanish, and Brazilian Portuguese and Hindi, uh, and uh, lots of other things like that. So if you have anybody who has a visual impairment and their native language there is not English, you really ought to go check that out. Go to our Disney page, go to our Netflix page, and find the link that will take you to this listing of so many titles that are available in foreign language description. Or maybe you'd like to uh, practice your German. That's another way to do it. So thank you very much. At this point, I'm gonna take the slides down and I will ask our host, Linda, to see if anybody has any questions. Um, I say I'm gonna take the slide down. Oh, here we go up at the top, stop share. That's what I will do. And here I am again. So uh, Linda, if you have any questions from anybody, I would be happy. We, we do indeed, we do indeed. And before we do that real quickly, let me just go over the um, commands in case someone out there in the world might not know them. Uh, to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y on your computer, Option-Y on your Mac. There should be a raise hand button in the middle of your screen on a smartphone. And if you're on a, a touch button phone, it is star nine. And once I send you the request to unmute, on your computer, it's Alt-A. On your Mac, it's Command-Shift-A, and <clears throat> there will appear a little unmute button in the bottom of your smartphone on the left, and on your telephone, it is star six. And I just want to add this one little word. If I ask you to unmute before someone else is finished, please stay quiet until I actually call your name. All right, so we have Janet and Keith. You should be able to unmute. Thank you so much for this excellent, excellent opportunity to hear this. I will tell you that eight of my colleagues took the Audio Description Institute class in March. And even being blind, if someone is a writer or an editor, they can really benefit from Dr. Snyder's class. It was outstanding. And, and thank you for your webpage. But I did want to tell you also, last year I mentioned to Fred Brack that the... Um, the website, JW Library, which is a free app, no login, no tracking, now has added, well, this this year, an audio description category for the first time under their media. And we have a powerful by faith convention with which has 90 audio described videos last year in just Spanish and English, but this year there's 48 languages that this convention is going to be audio described in because there's a video in every lecture on creation, on the body, on the stars, on animals, on just fabulous audio described videos that are all free. And if you put that on your website, it'd be fantastic for children, adults, teenagers. Love to. Made a note of it. Thank you, Janet. You're welcome. Bob, you should be able to unmute. Uh, yes, hi, Fred. Um, thank you for this presentation and uh, thank you for your audio description service. It's, it's wonderful. Um, I was wondering if on your streaming services pages, 
uh, particularly Netflix, if you would consider adding um, the ability to see um, series or movies down where you're sorting by genres, if you could add the ability to sort by uh, series or movies, um, that would be really, really helpful. Um, or, or if there's some way we, we could get a, um, uh, like a CSV file that we could download into our own sorting, that would be, that would be great too. Um, so I was hoping you'd be able to add those features. And then, um, secondly, um, do you know why, um, uh, when you record something, you, you're watching a, a program that has, um, audio description and you record it on your DVR. And then when you play it back, you do not have the, audio description as part of the recording. I was wondering if you could speak to that. Well, on the first point, I had never thought of that. And that sounds like a great idea. Um, I The way I do it by year and genre um, and rating right now, uh, I should be able to add into that methodology, if you will, without getting too technical, the ability to look towards series, uh, because I always denote series in the same manner, and I think you have an excellent suggestion there. So I put a little star beside that in my notes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when you say you record something with a description, and then when you play it back, it isn't there, I have, I have no idea why that would be. Um, it used to be when the when description started ramping up and the cable services had the boxes, I know I had to record the cable with the, the cable show with description on in order to play it back with description on, but they changed that and I don't think anybody does that anymore. So I'm afraid I can't help you. I think what you need to do is post something on our forum, but be very specific on what you're recording, how you're recording it, et cetera, and maybe somebody can help you there and good luck with that. Thank you very much. Okay. Janine, you should be able to unmute. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi, Janine. Hi, I want to say thank you so much for audio description. It's one of my favorite parts of um, adjusting to blindness because I can still see movies and I love the website and stuff. And um, I love the technology that we're getting into to describe musicals and theater. Um, I was part of a pilot program to get that happen for the Orlando Fringe. That was really good. Um, so my question is... Um, do you think in the future we will have, because I know that they started the website, I always forget the initials, maybe you can help me, the one that like maybe we can get audio describers more prominent. How can we get that to be more prominent? Like if I want to go see a movie with Julia Roberts or Robert Downey Jr., they say this person is starring in this movie. I want to be able to go see a movie that says Roy Samuelson is describing this movie. So how, how can we do that? Because in the credits, it sometimes is really hard. I have to wait all the way to the end that says this was described by AudioWise or AudioTech and, and your describer was, you know, whoever they were. How can we get that more prominent so we know? Because sometimes I, maybe I love Linda Yaks, but here's the thing. If Linda was audio describing something, maybe I would choose not to because I love Roy Samuelson more. <laughs> okay. You've, you've asked a pretty big question, and I'm going to have to, for the interest of time, got to give a summary. Uh, mm -hmm. You've mentioned the name Roy Samuelson. For those who don't know, Roy Samuelson is a professional audio describer 
who has a tremendous love for audio description. Mm-hmm. He has done more to promote audio description than any other uh, uh, professional voiceover artist, uh, audio description narrator, whatever term you want to use, than anybody I know. And he runs a podcast which specifically discuss, discusses the subject that started out interviewing uh, each week uh, a voiceover artist who did description, but then he began talking to other people like the writers of audio description or people who hire mm-hmm. subscribers, et cetera. So Roy Sanderson is an important name, and he one of the things he did was he created a website called ADNA. It's actually called the, yes. C-H-E, ADNA.org. And it originally was for audio description narrators of America, but he then he wanted to include the, the people who wrote descriptions, and he's changed what ADNA stands for, but kept but kept the, the, the letters of the website name. Um, so if you go to that website and you top line says enter a search, you can type the name of a movie or the name of a voiceover artist in there, and it will take you to a page which tells you what that person has been credited with. Now, regarding that subject, not to get too controversial here, it is mm-hmm. taking companies like Netflix a while to come around to the fact that people who listen to audio description care about who the description mm-hmm. want to know their names, and it's only been in the past couple of years that they have allowed the describers to state their names. And if you go through... Uh, Prime Video or Netflix or HBO Max, sometimes you'll find it, sometimes you won't. The older ones, you won't find them identified. The newer ones, you'll probably find them identified in every single episode, for, for example, not just in the final episode. So it's becoming much more frequent, and they're, they're now, named, like I've been listening to a series, a very funny series called The Kaminsky uh, Method on uh, H, uh, Netflix, and the, the description company the name of the person who wrote the description and the person who read the description are all mentioned at the end of That's the amazing. This mm-hmm. is going to happen more and more. Keep up the pressure on the companies that don't do it. If you find something new, don't bother to do it for a 2004 movie that you just heard described and don't know who did it. Uh, it's, it's become the thing to do, and the industry is listening to you. This is the encouragement I can give you. So just email the companies is what you're saying. Like when I say, tell me who that was. Well, you can say tell you. They probably won't know the people in customer service. Mm-hmm. But if you find a new series come out, let's, I, I'm just, I'm not, I don't mean to pick on somebody, but if Hulu comes out with a series and they don't touch the book, <laughs> get on the case of customer service and Hulu and say, mm-hmm. you didn't name the description team. That's <laughs> just as an aside, the industry is starting to recognize the importance of audio describers now by creating awards for them. They weren't named before in the official films, and therefore they were never eligible. But this add-on is so important that they're being eligible uh, for new awards, and this is great progress. Thank you so much. Happy convention. Thank you. Okay, I have a couple questions. And uh, one of them is, is there something on the website um, that tells you uh, what videos are available uh, from the local, you know, from your talking book library. And the second question is about Amazon, whether they have movies that people can get on loan that have descriptive audio. 
Uh, I'm not sure I understand your second question about Amazon having what you can get on loan. What did you mean by the Amazon question? Can you get DVDs that have descriptive audio on loan rather than buying them? That's my oh. question. Oh, yes. Amazon Amazon started out, Amazon Prime started out, uh, uh, oh no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Netflix. I'm, I don't know the answer to your question, Amazon. Netflix does have a separate DVDs page and you can borrow DVDs. I do not think that there's any such service with Amazon that I know of. If anybody knows differently, pop in here and tell me. But Am okay. you can get it with um, Netflix. Regarding the talking book clubs, we have no access. This would be so different all over the country that what we do is we have a page which will point, point you to the idea of looking for going to local libraries, and we list a few sources. But you really have to go through your local library and ask them. Because some of those... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but I thought that uh, on former websites that you had that information, and I do appreciate the presentation, and thank you, and... Uh, if you would respond to whether they used to have this and they don't need more, I don't know if I just don't understand something. Thanks. Okay. The audio description project has never listed books okay. that came from uh, local talking book libraries. So I, I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, Linda. <laughs> Anna? I really enjoyed the presentation, as always, and all the hard work you do for it. It just amazing to me. My one question is, when we're watching, uh, trying to use Paramount, how do I let, how do I indicate that I want the description on those uh, CBS shows that do have description? I have no problem with Amazon Prime and, and Netflix because they automatically go into the video for our setup. Your question is specific to Paramount, did you say? Yes. Um, and, and before I answer that question, I forgot to say something important about Paramount Plus. At the end, <laughs> excuse me, at the end of the 2000-2021 season, Paramount Plus started airing audio description for, I think it was eight series that do not have description on the network itself. So, for instance, my wife and I like to watch uh, Bob Hart's Abishola. They've never had description on the network, and yet the last few shows were available on Paramount Plus with description. I am hopeful that this means in the fall, when all of these series pick up, the description will be on the regular network. I asked Paramount, they said, sorry, wrong department, I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, they have twice as many series and it's only the last few of the last season that have audio description in them that actually are out there. Now, your question was, how do you turn it on? Yes. And it's probably going to be de dependent by device. Most of them, there's visually, I watch through, when I'm checking these, I'm watching through a browser. And when you move your curtains, I understand this, this may not be quite applicable. It may give you an idea what to do. When I move my cursor on the screen, a number of controls pop up, and one looks like a little menu in the upper right-hand corner or a toolbar in the lower left. And if you click on that, it will give you the audio options. Um, 
For instance, when I go to the upper right, it might if it just says subtitles, then I know there's no audio options. If it says audio and subtitles, then I click on it and it gives me the audio options and I can turn on audio description. Most of these services remember your choice. So fortunately, if you said it once, you should get it again, but I can't guarantee that it won't become unset or if you go between two devices, it will probably not be remembered. But typically the answer is there's a little menu option. So on, on if you're watching on the iPhone or the iPad, you're probably gonna tap the screen and with voiceover, move around and find out where it says either uh, audio or or menu or tools and click that and see if you can get to it that way. Okay. Thanks a lot. And did, did you realize IMBD, have you looked at anything on theirs as described? Cause every once in a while it'll just start. Well, I should have mentioned <clears throat> now that you remind me when I talked about prime video, uh, I found when I found out that some titles were being listed on, on prime video, I'm sorry, there was titles on IMDb that had audio description, they were almost exclusively titles that were also on uh, Prime Video. But okay. sometimes on Prime Video, those titles would have a fee associated with them, even if you're a member of Prime, but they didn't on IMDb because IMDb funds itself by putting commercials in there. So I got Amazon to send me an extra field to tell me whether the video was on IMDb or not. And I now am able to separate all of those titles into a separate listing, which is at the bottom of the prime video page. There's a link at the top of the page, which will take you to the bottom of the page and list you list for you all of the titles on IMDb TV that have audio description for free. And right now there are 76 of them. They used to be 15 to 20. So they have definitely upped the number significantly there. Thanks. So I'm, I'm glad you asked the question because I should have mentioned uh, that they, I also list down at the bottom of the page all of the prime video free titles. So if you're like me and don't want to pay for anything more than you've already paid Amazon, you, you can click down there and just make a search of the titles that are uh, free with prime. Thank you very much. All right. Do we have any other questions, Linda? All right, Derek, you should be on mute. Greetings. Thank you. I'm curious, do you know if there are any plans to provide audio description for the musical Hamilton? Oh. Well, audio description was done for the musical Hamilton. It was on the video or on a live, live audio description or for the film of it? I'm trying to remember... I don't remember what what the cir <clears throat> what the circumstance. I think it was it was aired on television, but I don't remember how or why. And your question really is: Can I get a can I get a described? Is it available someplace right now? Described? Is that that? Was yeah, it was. Not, it was not a, when it was on. It was not available. It didn't have audio description as part of it. Of course, that might be the crazy cable company. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as I say, I know that they did. I, I believe, I remember that it was on, and I remember that it was on, on hold on just one second, I can't talk and type at the same time, unfortunately. I'm typing Hamilton in the search field here. Um, Hamilton is on, is on Disney Plus. Right. So Disney Plus, okay. Question. One, one of the problems, 
one of the problems we've noticed, and this may be the same thing, one of the problems we've noticed, especially with cable, uh, the cable company provides a uh, side channel for Spanish. And it, for some reason, if there's a choice of audio description in Spanish, it always goes to Spanish. What state do you live in? Florida. Well, there's your answer. <laughs> I mean, if you live in Arizona or Florida, that's going to, or Southern California, that's going to happen for, I think, fairly obvious uh, reasons. Right. Well, uh, and it's a matter of the stations catering to the, the, the population that is, is local. If you have a large Hispanic population, they're definitely going to be interested in boosting their numbers, if you will, by catering to the Hispanic community. Uh, and they're going to get a better response than they are from the pyramid of the community of people that have visual impairment. So, I think that speaks to why we need to have the Spectrum app. Yes, that's a very that's a very good point because you could you can get the Spectrum app for a movie uh, and it happens to be using the Spanish AD channel locally. But let me just comment very briefly that the future. Well. <laughs> The FCC and the broadcasters have defined a system of something like 16 audio channels. And most of them are sitting there unused. But there are multiple channels that are assigned to audio description. And sometime in the future, you're going to get a TV that's going to be able to offer you Spanish audio description or English audio description or Korean audio description or whatever. In other words, multiple audio description channels. Right now, they're using this concept, this old analog concept of SAP, second audio program or SAP. Exactly. It does not exist. It's actually sent through one of those 16 channels, but that's all your TV is going to recognize, that one channel. When you say you want the alternate channel, and just I should also mention as an aside for people fairly new to audio description, it's not unusual when you try to find audio description, to have a choice between English and Spanish. It drives me a little nuts. Yes. I find on my uh, Fire TV, I love those Fire TV controllers, uh, but unfortunately it still says English and Spanish. Doesn't matter whether you're in North Dakota or not, it's going to say Spanish uh, up here. So Spanish will hopefully mean audio description for this community of people that want to find audio description. Okay, thank and you. In the future, those people who have visual impairment and who uh, would prefer to hear it in Spanish, I hope that they will get their chance to. Okay, thank you. Steven, you should be able to talk. Do, does the audio description project work on getting older uh, TV shows, like, you know, like say stuff from the 70s and 80s, you know, that were produced years ago um, into audio description? Is that something that's doable or has been done or? Stephen, that is a great question. The quick answer to the way you asked it is no, the audio description project does not work on getting it done. Uh, you probably didn't hear my uh, comments on Amazon. Amazon Prime Video undertook a project last fall in which they <clears throat> modified the tools that they used to create audio description to try to make it so that one person a trained audio describer with a little bit of additional skills could write a description track directly while the film was playing. And when they were all done and hopefully did some sort of a quality 
control review of that. So we'd push a button and it would get translated to a voiced audio description through TTS, text to speech, synthesized speech, bypassing a number of people that would be involved in the process. And they produced 3,000 such episodes and movies. And they have gone from a number of around 2,000 last year to over 3,000. Let me see the current number for his prime video is 2,902 uh, offerings uh, with description. And a lot of those are older movies, but this is a self-initiated project by Amazon, not uncontroversial because of the use of text-to-speech, but it, wasn't, it was a lot less expensive for them to do it, which is why they were willing to make that investment. And they're going to talk specifically about that at a, pres a major presentation that's going to be made this week. And I'm sorry, I don't have the time uh, right here to tell you what it is, but that would be something that would be very interesting to listen to. The other thing I would mention is this. Two years ago, Paramount Studios undertook the effort to go back and add audio description to several hundred of their older movies. And it's the only reason that you have a lot of the titles that are on Paramount Plus now, or will be coming to Paramount Plus and are available elsewhere with audio description because they took the time and the effort to do that. I am not aware that they are doing this anymore. Um, and, and Disney is another studio which has gone back and added it. And they've actually solicited input from people. I mentioned that earlier also. Uh, on the uh, audio description discussion forum. The Disney coordinator there says, what would you like to describe? So your question is a good one, but the, the answer to the question that we, you asked it is, we are not as an organization working on trying to get older films described. Um, okay. It's kind of thin, but thank you for your question. Oh, thank you. I'll check out that Amazon uh, presentation because there's <laughs> stuff they have I'd love to have described. So <laughs> thank you. Okay, Fred, it's 11 after, which means you have about four minutes. You still have three hands. Uh, we may not be able to get to them. How would you like me to handle this? We'll take them. I'll talk fast. <laughs> okay. Um, area code 614. Okay. How are you, Fred? This is Shirley, by the way. Hey, Shirley. Uh, I um, had a couple quick things. Number one, you guys talked about um, getting the the credits for people who are describing movies and things like that. I would love to see something like that be done with the TV shows because a lot of times we watch the shows and I wonder like, oh, was that Chris that described that? You know, I, so I don't know if you can comment on whether we might be able to get that information in the near future. And I guess also if you can tell me real quickly where we we can find those old um, programs that have been described on uh, Amazon Prime. I would love to, to go in and, and find those if you can tell us a quick way to get to that listing. Um, I can't tell you how to get specifically to the older ones. They're all integrated in there. I have no knowledge okay. of when the description was done. Uh, as far okay. as to get what you would like to have on the TV shows, you know, uh, I've, I've raised this question before. We've talked about this in committee. And the answer is that you have to talk to a CBS and say, I want you to do it. And CBS then has to talk to WGBH and say, I want you to do it, et cetera. I think they are done sometimes. There's no consistency. It's by network. You need to talk to the network to do that. Um, I don't okay. know if we will actively undertake that or not. But we, the, Okay, and thanks for all that you do. You, I know you really volunteer a lot of hours for us. So thank you so much. 
Thank you, Shirley. Well, sweetly enough, the other two hands lower themselves. <laughs> so you have about two minutes to wrap up and give those codes. Okay, well, I uh, appreciate everybody attending. I hope you learned a lot. And two things, explore the site. See what's there, become comfortable with how to use it. When you want to find those older movies, hit it by year. Go back and see one of the original Mickey Mouse cartoons, Steamboat Willie, I, I think it is there with description. Uh, explore what's available on the streaming services and tell people who would benefit. Thank you very much for your time. Katie? Yes. Go ahead and give that code, Katie. I'm, yes, I will. And thank you, Fred, for this great session. I know I personally have some exploring to do on the site, and I can't wait. Um, so the closing code for today's session, for those who are getting CEU credit, that code is 22610. Again, the closing CEU code for today is 22610. And thanks to Fred for the great presentation. Thank you, Linda, for helping with the Zoom hosting today. And to Deb and the broadcast team, thanks for keeping us on ACB Media today. <laughs>